magicians, wizards, apparitions, adult language, and discussions. If you're easily offended, do not enter the House of Mystery. All right, then. On with the show. All right. Hello. Welcome, everyone, to the House of Mystery, the John Constantine and Friends podcast. I am Michael, your host and curator of the House of Mystery, the House of Horrors. Welcome to my bloody home. And with me in the House of Mystery is the demon bisexual butler, David. Hello. Not, it's not so bloody. It's not so bloody. I try to keep the House of Mystery clean. Uh, you've missed some spots there. And also I'm using a black light. And I see all types of blood as well as some chism. <laughs> you know, we just can't remove nonsense? that. I don't know why it's up on the ceiling. On the ceiling. That is some ejaculate. <laughs> All right, so today we're going to be covering Swamp Thing number eight. But before we do so, Dave, let's introduce ourselves to new listeners out there. If you are new to our show, we cover a wide variety of content, but all of it has to do in some way with John Constantine. That's why we named the show John Constantine and Friends. You can find our show on iTunes, Stitcher, pretty much wherever you can find podcasts, you'll find our show. But our preferred podcast provider is iTunes because we need five-star ratings and we need reviews because it triggers algorithms that help others find our show easier. Okay, Dave, so Swamp Thing number eight, written by Ram V, art by Mike Perkins. This issue was titled In My Infancy, Part 3. Okay, so Part 3 gives us an even deeper look into the mind of Levi and the origins of the new avatar of the green. Yeah. How are you liking these explanations so far? Because you are the biggest Swamp Thing fan that I know. I I actually really dig what... Ram V is doing, especially in this in in this issue, because like tying it all with the concept of memory, and it it just gives it the idea of the green and broadens it out. It actually makes it more. It gives us more depth to the idea of the green than we ever gotten, even with Alan Moore's explanation of it. Yeah, with the Parliament and everything else. Here it's more personal now. It's now, you know, you get an idea of how the Swamp Thing can use his powers. It's not just simply, you know, like Superman where it's like up, up and away and flying and have heat vision. No, his entire powers set is based on the memory of the planet. Yeah. And also I love that Ram V is pretty much reworking DC canon. Pretty much the way he's explaining the green. And I believe I've said this during a previous discussion. I'm not always a fan of writers that say, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and rewrite things that have worked for decades. I'm just going to redo it. Most of the time it sucks and it feels weird. Much like Snyder's whole Batman obsession, the metal Dark Knight's Metal, is that what it was? Yes. Like, he reworked a lot of DC canon to all fall in line with the idea that Batman's the center of the fucking universe. Ram V 
is using his talent to rework what we know of DC and how it relates to the green itself and how it interacts with humanity. It brings the green into an area that I would say is more grounded and allows you to tell very personal stories. Now, I'm not saying that we have not been given amazing personal stories in the past because we have. I've read them. They're great. But the way Ram V is doing this, it feels like a lot of it is going right back to the start of the year with Future State. And the messaging from those two issues that he wrote about the end of humanity and how the green must learn to accept humanity. And hopefully humanity has learned its lessons. And the fact that the green and plant life can't really survive without Without the human human, element, human, human element. And like it's the job of the green to have faith in humanity. Yes. And am I right in my thoughts no, at least in, in your mind does it feel like that is what he's doing he is drawing those parallels to yeah. future state and it, and it, it's just making more of a concrete uh point of how good ram v as a writer has been yeah. this past year listen i really didn't know who ram v was until he took over justice league dark about i don't know what, about 18 months ago roughly and i enjoyed his his foray into justice league dark but that was all i was reading of his work and then suddenly he jumps into the swamp thing arena and i'm fucking sold on this guy oh yeah because like especially since i believe like in one of the past episodes where we covered one of the issues we really get a sense that ram v the story he's giving giving us is so personal to him it does feel that way doesn't it and it's like because of that more of more there's there's more of a connection and a more believability into his writing when he's giving the story because it feels more earnest more earnest. authentic yeah especially yeah. like when he when he gets down to with character dialogue and everything especially with levi and in regards to levi and his father and his father mm-hmm. after this episode there's actually points where i want to actually I were to actually ask Ram V, I'm going to say, are you Levi? Because the way you write Levi, it seems like you probably went through those personal experiences. I mean, did you lose your dad like this? It's kind of interesting, Dave, that you feel so connected to it and it would make sense and not to get into your own personal life too much without your permission. Oh no, go ahead. Okay. I'm an open book. Um, I mean, Maybe you're connected because I'm not saying I'm not connecting. I am. But it does feel like this story parallels a little bit of your experiences with your own family, with your father specifically. Oh, yeah. Especially with like in regards to different ways you see things, the different paths, one that he wants you to take and the one that you choose to take. Exactly. The different generational, especially when you're coming from a different culture. That is a. And you're spot on. Yep. And like when you come from a culture, especially in, in regards to like the Filipino culture, mm-hmm. Asian culture in general, you do as your parents say, that's, the, that's always been a given. And ever since the beginning of this whole series, Levi to me is like the atypical, atypical Asian yeah. characteristic uh, character who 
doesn't want to follow tradition. And I'll, I'll be honest with you. He wants to many, break tradition. He wants to break tradition. And anyone he wants in, to assimilate with American society. Yeah. And anyone in my generation is like that. Yeah. We don't want to actually follow tradition. We don't want to basically, you know, say, oh, whatever you say, we will do. No. We want to think for ourselves. And that's why it's it's amazing to me that the emotions that Ram V gets out of the dialogues of like Levi and his dad and Levi and his brother even just feel so personal and real. Yeah. That it's, it's, it, it, uh, I literally feel like either he, he's gone it through it himself or he's seen people go through it yeah. and knows that feeling. Yeah. It does feel, I don't want to say it feels autobiographical, but it does feel like he knows what he's writing, which is, isn't that one of the rules? Like, Hey, listen, write what you, you know. You'd think you'd think, but nowadays, some writers out there, I'm not going to say, <laughs> can say names, yeah, especially please. in the comic realm. Don't say the names <laughs> unless you want to see me get angry. Exactly. Yeah. I'm not going to mention no. his name. <laughs> but Don't do it, please. But when let's you, go one episode without when, mentioning his when, name. When you, in fact, let's treat him like, what's the name of the villain in Harry Potter? <laughs> you want to call him a... Uh, uh, the name that the we shall not name. Yeah, Voldemort. <laughs> Voldemort. He's like Voldemort. Like, let's just not say his name, okay? <laughs> but let's face it: really good writers understand their subject matter. Yeah, absolutely. you can tell the good writers from the bad writers because the bad writers will just, you know, regurgitate. David, I, I fucking know. <laughs> they'll, they'll, they'll regurgitate what they see. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about what Ram V gets to work on in this issue in a real big way. And that is the fleshing out of almost all of the key elements of this long gestating story. And I have to say that Ram V along with his artists sure know how to create the perfect imagery to go along with the story. Yes. And creative ways to give us, you know, exposition and flashbacks without just simply giving us an info dump and hackish flashbacks. They are justified through the idea of memory. Memory. Through this idea of memory, which has been used as an amazing write, writing device. You know, they've used this for what the previous seven issues and with issue eight is no different. And through this process, we have learned so much about our characters in a way that doesn't feel overly contrived or constructed. Let me use the word fabricated. That sounds better. Many times when you have characters that or I should say writers that rely too heavily on flashbacks, you start to be. You start to feel disconnected from the story because it feels too constructed. It feels too constructed, which is, you know, which equates to being a hack. Yes. So using the memory as a way to explain things to the audience has been actually utilized. And an aspect I really liked was when Swamp Thing was fighting Parasite. Oh my God, dude. I'm glad you bring this one up because it's one of the highlights in this issue. Well, during the narration process, the color of the narration box changes to reflect the change in voice. We are no longer hearing the avatar of the green and the way of memory, but Levi. Yes. As you learn about what really happened and how he, I guess, became Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing. I thought that was a nice touch. People don't sometimes realize how 
key the art is in certain stories. And many times, I don't feel like comic book writers really utilize the skill set of their artists. They simply give them the go-to stuff. All right, do your job, do it. But they forget about the, the inclusion of aspects that create a more solid connection to the story or it symbolizes something like the changing of voices between the narrator, things like that. Normally writers don't really think about that. Like, all right, different box, different color for this new voice, but Hey, let's actually show Show a a specific narration box that is half orange and half light blue slash white. And especially since, you know, like when you, not only do not only do the visual visual change, but also the dialogue change because as he's Swamp Thing, he's more you know straight to the point, right? Matter of fact, but when you get to Levi, Levi is more about the details. Yeah, he's he suddenly you hear him start talking more in detail about like what happens because if you compare it the two moments, Swamp Thing goes about talking about. Parasite's origin, which I loved because again, Ram V does something that I think was very well done in Hellblazer, the the series that me and you covered uh, with John Constantine, making the monster sympathetic. And he's able to do that with Parasite, who's universally known in the DC comics to be an absolute monster. He he's essentially a living vampire that just lives off of every single energy. And that's what he feeds off of. Yeah. But then when you get to break it down and you see, and swamp thing just cuts right through everything. And he just statement, 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 your name was this, this is who you were. You were a human being before you became a monster, but you're still a human being inside there. And I was, I was like going, that moment was so, for me, powerful. It's about him. It's about him. That's why it's so great. And and Swamp Thing goes about like just literally just explaining to him. And essentially, that's what Swamp Thing's powers is: is to break down a character psychologically, psychologically. Yeah, just like a like a hammer. But then all of a sudden, it bleeds over into Levi, and Levi goes about this detail of finally we get to see. There wasn't. I'm glad they didn't do like the whole thing like. Levi led, was the reason why his father got shot. No, it was just that it was, it happened during an event. Yeah. Levi's final moments with his father. But Levi did. Is lead to he, that. He, yeah. 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 In, in, in a, in a he very wasn't directly, responsible. he wasn't directly responsible, yeah. but he, he led to that conflict and the final moments with his father, where his father says, I forgive you. And I like the speech bubble in the one where he go, Levi's talking about how him and his father are talking things back and forth, but they're not listening to each other. Yeah. And that's just, it's so sad. And then you see in the, in, in the shadows, Swamp Thing reach out because in a weird sort of way, Swamp Thing chooses Levi at that point. Yeah. To let, be the avatar. Yeah. Let, let's talk about that a bit too. So uh, Let's lead ourselves down there, and then I'm going to need to get your help on interpreting a few things, because I'm not quite sure if I interpreted it the right way. And that's the problem sometimes when you're an abstract writer, because uh, Ram V is 
he definitely operates within the abstract oh, at yeah. times, which I love. And when you're I'm dealing, not against that's not a negative, but it does leave it open for interpretation. When you're dealing with the concepts of the parliament and the green and Swamp Thing now, Swamp Thing like classic Swamp Thing, no, it was more straightforward. It was more of like a horror mm-hmm. type of character. After Alan Moore and basically he added the parliament and added all that, Swamp Thing became more of an abstract character. Like yeah. Suddenly, it's more his powers are different than all the other superheroes. Right. And that's what is amazing with particularly this issue even is like showing the ability of Swamp Thing is more than just, as I said, flying up in the sky and using heat vision. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, Dave. So I'm going to need your help for this. So let's break down everything that we did learn. The Green's connection to Levi's. Uh, or I should say the green is connected to Levi's ancestral peoples. Yes. That part is something that we had been theorizing since, I don't know what, issue two, issue three. Mm-hmm. So it has finally come around to reveal that we were pretty much right. Uh, Levi's people have a deep connection to the forest and his parents possibly uh, an even deeper connection. Because we see that the mother performs rituals that mark each of her sons, possibly as a way for the green to find them when the time is right and merge with them. Okay, so this aspect does somewhat explain, and all these statements, Dave, have little question marks on them. So if you disagree, just jump in. Okay. This explains why Levi didn't necessarily have to die like previous avatars. Yes. It seems like... What we had said several issues back was correct. The mysticism of the green seems to have a different type of relationship with the people of Kazaranga. Yes. It's still not entirely clear. I'm, I'm sure it will be clarified soon, but it seems like the father on his deathbed somehow activated Levi's connection to the green that then claimed him that as the avatar. Him. Yeah, it was either between him or his brother. Okay. And the the So scene, I'm not far off then. No. Okay, because it was definitely left open for interpretation. It seemed because it seemed like it was the father because of what the father had said. You know, he said, I forgive you. Uh you still don't what was his exact verbiage? Something about not fully understanding still, something like that. It feels like the father pushed it on him. Like, you know what? You're going to learn. And this is how you're going to learn. Almost like his last, you know, with his last dying breath, this is what he chose. Yeah. And basically, especially with the, 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 the awesome part about that whole moment between him and his dad was the fact that at the same time, you get, the narration or the, the, the narration of the father, but you also have the narration of Levi who doesn't understand what his father's talking about. Right. And he, th- and I think he says like he, uh, one sec, let me bring it up here. Oh, he speaks to me once again, a forest and old warriors and secrets that must be kept. I put them down to fevered and pain ramblings. Yeah. And, and I'm like going, if only he were to listen to his his dad and basically understand that, no, his dad is telling you, I may, I, I done something to both you and your brother to make you, cho- to make one of you the chosen of the green. Because yeah. that's essentially what he did. Yeah. And it's interesting because 
both brothers, you know, Levi and Jacob had the same ritual performed, but the spirits of the green, the majority of them, as Jacob had said, chose Levi. Levi. But the ritual also opened up Jacob to some type of possession that would also give him the power of the green. He just would not be the avatar. Yes. Now, page 13 kind of alludes to the idea that pain, loss, and regret essentially allowed the green to consume him. It almost feels like a chance to redeem humanity and give it a second chance, which fits thematically with Future State Swamp Thing, the the two-parter. Yeah. Because if you go to page 13, after he... Uh, after he recalls the memory in the hospital with his dying father, the following page, he says, it warps us into mangled shapes, changing us beyond recognition. Uh, hold on. He says, there is power that wraps itself around pain and loss and regret. It warps us into mangled shapes, changing us beyond recognition, but we can still be human. Yes. This is what it was trying to tell me, or he was trying to tell me. This is what I took from the memory of the green. So it almost feels like, okay, the ritual opened him up for the potential of becoming one with the green, but what actually activated was either the father or the fact that he was in pain and anguish because of feeling responsible yes. for his father being shot. And that's what activated. That's what activated it. Because, and it, it's really cool too, because if you think of the character of Swamp Thing, right? Mm -hmm. Swamp Thing is a character in, in general, even to Alec Holland. Yeah. Alec Holland is a tragic story because Alec has what? Regrets of actually what he does. And that's more or less his moral story as Swamp Thing in the very beginning. Because of all the experiments he did and suddenly it turns him into this. It turns him into a monster, right? Do you feel um, adamantly against this idea? Because no. in, in past iterations of Swamp Thing, you have to die to become the avatar of the green. Now it does make sense that even in, okay, let's say let's, I don't feel like Ram V is changing anything necessarily that no. may, that possibly beckons the green, because when you think about it, what happens in death? There is pain. There's anguish. anguish. So possibly yeah. that death, as you are dying, it then calls the green and the green consumes and you. Cons green and consumes chooses you. you to be the avatar of the green. So exactly. the idea, the logic behind it works either way. Oh, yeah. Because like the one thing that I always loved about Alan Moore's idea was like, the death of Alec Holland, the actual death, mm -hmm. wasn't what transformed him into Swamp Thing. It's the feelings that he had at death. Right. It was anger. It was yeah. regret. All that stuff that boiled up and the green just latched onto it. And yes, Alec Holland died. But in actuality, he didn't have to die to become Swamp Thing. It was yeah. the emotions at that moment. See, and that's the interesting element that Levi, or not Levi, that Ram V is fleshing out. Is fleshing out, And yeah. he's giving us a new way to look at it. And that's what I was trying to say during the top of our discussion when certain writers try to rework what we know of DC canon. 
or at least the cosmology of DC and the way that things work, magic, characters, all those types of things. So when you look at how he is not necessarily reworking it, he's just presenting it in a different perspective, but it's essentially the same thing. Yes, it is. I mean, yes, Levi didn't die, but inside he died because that that grief of knowing or believing that my actions led to my father dying yeah. is just as great as actually suffering death. And when I thought about it after I read this a couple of times, I'm going, yeah, that is a type of death. I mean, if anyone has gone through that type of loss, they, they, what are those, what is the one thing that people always say when they suffer a great loss like that? I feel like something died inside of me. Yeah. And for Ram V to kind of tap into that, whether he did it on purpose or not, I think he did it on purpose. Yeah, I think so too. I'm like, like that's genius. Yeah. Because it, it goes, pe- it, it, it absolutely fleshes out and makes the idea of Swamp Thing more eloquent and beautiful, in my opinion, because like it's more than just, I have to die in a swamp. No. Right. It's about like that moment. It's the emotions you feel at that moment that summon Swamp Thing. Yeah. I do like that. I think that new perspective or that new change, I guess, works. Okay. Also, Levi's brother, Jacob, is a baddie. Uh, he has been driven to the dark side because it feels like humanity, according to him, has lost its way and is beyond saving. Yes. And I don't know what his end game is as of yet, but whatever it is, it probably won't be great for humanity. However, the trees seem to disagree with Jacob as they had said, I should say Jacob said in page eight, page 18 of issue eight, it says that they feel like eventually humanity will see things as the green does. In fact, the exact verbiage is you see the trees think that we will all one day learn to see things their way. I told them this. If they are to save this world, they must learn to see humanity for the monsters that that we are. are. (laughs) We do not understand patience and benevolence. We understand pain. We understand loss and fear. Now, I feel like this is very important for a lot of reasons. uh, But number one, is this the direct connection to future state? Yeah. That entire statement feels like the theme that governed much of the narrative of future state. Yeah. The idea of humanity being monsters. If you remember when they saw each other, they were both surprised, both avatars and humans. Yes. Um, Humans had been driven almost to extinction, almost to extinction because of something that, that I believe they had said swamp thing did. He's the one who did something. Yeah. If I'm not correct. And then he ended up regretting it because he realized the importance of humanity humanity. and what it meant for the green, that in order for the green to live to its potential, that it also needed to work uh, within the confines of humanity. And that's why, that's why I liked about this whole issue too, is like the fact that Ram V showed that Levi as Swamp Thing has a very compassionate side, even for his darkest enemies. Yeah. I mean, when Hadara basically tortures Parasite, it is a very gruesome scene. And when he finally kills Parasite, Levi tells him no. 
because and this is after Parasite battled Swamp Thing, and Levi doesn't want to kill uh, kill Parasite, well, and it shows that compassion. It does, and it shows that it it, it kind of highlights the importance of the human the human element the human element because that the green needs because perhaps the green doesn't have or perhaps it lacks the empathy that a human yes exactly and that's when you look at jacob i do like the ramvi's use of the name hadara because that's actually a i found out in research that it's an invasive species of plant that's oh, is toxic it? That's and awesome. it actually, uh, it's actually known to kill cells and it is actually tied to cancer. Wow. So if you take that into effect, remember the whole story that Ramvi has been telling about like an infection that's yeah. been going on it's, in the green. Yep. yep. And now we, I, I believe that Jacob's the infection. You know what? That would actually make sense because didn't, I mean, we assumed that jacob was the villain i want to say back in issue two or three because levi had said during one of his narrations that his brother unleashed evil yes within the jungles of their of their former home as children mm-hmm. so so that actually i thought that was actually a nice touch on ram v's part actually naming that character character hadara that's because awesome it makes so much sense yeah and then when you take it, take into account like how Jacob Jacob views humanity, it's the opposite of Levi. Jacob basically says, "No, wipe them all out. They're they're evil. They're they're inhumane." I'm with Jacob, but just wipe us out. <laughs> but Levi's like, no, he's the one that basically says we have to have faith in humanity. Yeah, see, I, I'm the guy. If I were to become a, a DC villain, I would be the. <laughs> I wouldn't be entirely evil in fact i'd probably i'd win people over they'd be like you know this guy is actually on to something like we are pieces of shit and we destroy the the world well i mean uh, dude look i mean even jacob gets actually the really good good look compared to swamp thing at true. least jacob looks like a badass yeah although he does remind me of molarom that's what <laughs> I, I like saw that and go oh my god it's molarom oh no 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 <laughs> I don't even know who that is. Indiana Jones of the Temple of Doom. Oh, the, uh, that's right. The priest. The, what's the guy that rips the heart rips out? Rips the heart out. What does he say? Oh, what was the free, I forgot. Something, Muyakaya or something. <laughs> I don't remember. Anyways, all right, let's bring the show to an end. David, give me your final thoughts and your RMD score. I'm probably going to surprise you with this because like this, issue is one of the strongest ones for ram v's and i I honestly figured it would be because essentially it's the penultimate issue with nine and ten going to wrap up everything Mm -hmm. so i'm giving i gave this a 98 okay it's a really good issue especially in the when we want to take a full look at levi as swamp thing okay I'm giving this issue a 90%. It's a solid read. It does a lot of groundwork in the way of explaining some of the elements that have been introduced during the previous issues, which is good. You need to definitely start working on answering some of those questions so that we're not bombarded with all of those answers in those final two issues. And it allows us to focus on the finale and the climax of the story as opposed to just answers. So I like the way this 
issue was written. I feel like it was a strong installment in this 10-part series, and I'm looking forward to reading the rest. This does bring us to the end of our discussion, but before we close out, I do want to remind people that we do have a Patreon page. If you go to patreon.com slash Digital and pledge just $1, that's right, $1, you'll gain access to all of our pre-shows that we do before most of our House of Mystery episode discussions. We call them the Oblivion Bar is what we call them on Patreon. And they are essentially a more casual version of this show where we shoot the shit. We talk about things that we might not have had time to discuss on the regular show. Or we may get into some recent Constantine news that we haven't been able to fit into a regular discussion. So head over to patreon.com slash Rayman Digital and pledge $1 or pay $10 and be done for the year. Thank you, David. Thank you. My name is John Constantine. I'm the one who steps from the shadows, all trench coat and arrogance. I'll drive your demons away, kick them in the bollocks and spit on them when they're down, leaving only a nod and a wink and a wisecrack. I'll walk my path alone, because let's be honest, who'd be crazy enough to walk it with me?